Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Survive and Thrive, a podcast that brings you stories and perspectives on how in changing times, leaders of organizations can help their organizations not just survive, but thrive and change. I'm your host, Jennifer Ayers. We're wrapping up our third season, and I plan to do a recap next week so that you get an opportunity to hear some of the highlights over this past season from our guests. But this week, as we lean into the new year, I thought I'd share some thoughts about how we define success as we lean into 2022. As we turn the corner here, I invite you to my New Year's challenge to redefine success for you. I think most would agree that the last couple of years certainly did bring reflection and hindsight. So many of my family, friends, and colleagues and clients have expressed a shift of priorities during the last couple of years, especially as everything we thought was normal eroded quickly with the pandemic. So what will 2022 look like for you? And how will you measure success? What does success not just look like, but feel like for you? Perhaps this year might be a good year to focus more on the qualitative. What do I mean by that exactly? Well, I think too often we're surrounded by structures that illuminate progress based on quantitative metrics. And while these metrics are important, they may not be the best indicators of how someone as an individual is doing in their heart. For example, my doctor can certainly tell me what my heart rate should be, what my cholesterol number should be, what my body fat percent number should be, but she cannot tell me what number to hit to feel happy and fulfilled. For that, I must go inward. To give you a personal example that might give you some ideas on redefining your success for 2022, when I started Consinity with my partners back a couple of years ago, I started very quickly defining what our success should look like based on my understanding of all of the quantitative metrics that I had learned over my years of business experience. And You know, it didn't always quite work out the way that I thought it should work out. So after some time, in a moment of reflection, maybe it's important that we think about what success feels like for us. And what does success feel like for us as individuals? Because let's face it, if an individual isn't happy or feeling a sense of fulfillment, then the group as a whole is impacted. So I thought maybe I'll share with you how I have decided to define success, what success feels like for me. And maybe it will give you some ideas of what success should feel like for you. I will mention that when I put aside these self-imposed pressures to focus on some of the specific metrics I was taught to focus on and that were primarily quantitative and examine my overall quality of life, I thought to myself, gee, um, I am feeling a lot happier and a lot more fulfilled in the work that I'm doing. I have flexibility to care for my family and my loved ones and my clients. I'm doing really interesting work and I work with an amazing team and I'm learning so much every day, doing things I never thought I could or would do. 
So what are some of the success metrics that I can look to that capture and nurture these feelings of fulfillment and what I think success ultimately should feel like? My metric of success looks something like this. There are four of them. The first is that I'm happy in the work that I do. In other words, that I wake up every day excited about, thinking about, and ready to do, quote unquote, the work to achieve our vision and realize my purpose in life. Two, that I'm able to provide for my family. Now, this may immediately have some of you thinking, aha, there's the challenge. You've got to focus on the importance of the quantitative because you have to take care of your family. However, I would argue that focusing too much on the quantitative and defining exactly what figure income you need to be able to take care and provide for your family is limiting. There's a lot that you can do to take care of your family and feel grateful for the abundance, regardless of what your exact financial picture snapshot looks like. Three, that I'm able to live a flexible lifestyle meaning that I take care of my clients' needs and my family's needs, and I have the flexibility to satisfy both. And four, that I serve others in my work. That in the work that I do, I act in service to my team, my clients, my leaders, my followers, and my community. As we head into 2022, I think back over the year, and I wonder, how am I doing against each of these metrics, and how can I improve? And that's what I'm going to be thinking about as we turn the corner into this new year. I'm grateful for the experiences that we've all shared in 2021. It wasn't always easy. There's a lot to learn, but I'm excited about the possibilities of the future. And I'm excited to try to hit better scores or maybe just feeling like I'm doing better against these metrics. I encourage you to think about what success will look like and feel like for you. Because in the end, life is a journey, and there are many ways to define accomplishments along the way. Enjoy the ride. Thank you, everyone, for joining this week's episode of Survive and Thrive Podcast. Remember, we'll wrap up our season three next week with a summary and some sound bites and highlights from the guests that we had. Looking forward to talking to you then.